You see that, John? That was me getting room tone. Oh. I don't know what's going on with this mic, but I feel I sound especially sexy right now. Yes, do you do? Hmm. Were you sounding good when you when that came in? Wow. Look at that. The smooth sounds of the Alex cast. Do you have a cold? Boom, chicka, boom, boom. I don't know. I just woke up. Maybe oh, that's it. That's it. You got morning voice. Yeah. Evening morning voice. Well, post-nap voice. Right. All right. Let's make this shit official. Hey, guys. It's me. Alex. That's right. And I just woke up from a nap, and I have the voice of one smooth-ass motherfucker. S-M-O-O-V. Smooth. And you're listening to the sounds of KMA Como Radio. Joining me tonight is this happy cat. He looks a little bit like Jamie Heineman. He's got the voice of an angel and the lips to match. That's right. At Slap Weasel, Mr. John C. Myers. How y'all doing out there? Dude, that's a pretty offensive voice that you just did. Yeah, it is. But that's, I mean, you're, you, I mean, that's like a stereotypical 70s black man voice. Well, that's your decision. No. I just think it's a suave voice. No, but you're doing like that little like syllabic S and like, I mean, that's just like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a speech impediment. That's on you. Oh, well, actually, it's probably genetically on your parents. Why don't, you, why don't you check your privilege about the way I talk? Well, just because I'm white and I can afford speech lessons when I was a child. That, oh, well, that's more racist than this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's my job to be racist on the show. Oh, all right. Let's all vote for the inanimate carbon <laughs> rod. That was, that was a good racist voice. Well done. Thank you. Here's a, here's a better racist voice. I don't like other races. That's a pretty good racist See, that's voice. That's a good racist yeah, voice. Yeah, no, it's good. Now I can't wait till that quote's taken out of context. Uh, yeah, I certainly am not going to do that at <laughs> not all. I'm going to use that ever. 35 cut out. I'm, I'm writing that down for something else. Right. Uh, this other thing that just happened that I'm going to cut out. Uh, <laughs> For a blackmail scheme. Yes, a blackmail scheme. Uh, Where well, I, I was. I was I was scheming to be a blackmail there. Oh, dude, you're going to skin one? Oh, that's gross. Oh. Strange fruit. Um, We're going to talk about Steph infection while she's gone. Uh, smells like a pile of wet garbage. Uh, dumb as a stump. Where, where did she go? Jerktown? Uh, Back home? To, yeah. to Buttfaceville? Yeah, you know she she uh she came out of the ugly tree and and made use of its of its of its sap for its for its balm effect on her face. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say she sucks, so I'll end the sentence now. That's a good one. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Steph, what 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 is that? Uh, your your head or did your neck throw up an ugly dumb cunt? Okay, but I probably took that a little. <laughs> probably, yeah. I probably took that a little far. No, Steph, we love you and we miss you desperately. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, uh, I totally miss, even though I didn't even know you were gone. I, <laughs> I feel exactly the same way. Yes. Well, she said talk about me when we asked. Well, when, I know. I just yeah. assume I know a lot of narcissists. Oh yeah, uh, Lex Luger. <laughs> yes, Lex Luger. Okay, I was on his podcast. Really? Mm-hmm. He's been dead for a while. Yeah, it was. It was not a good interview. I'm not sure if he's dead. Now that I think about it, no, he's not dead. Wait, no, is that that? No, Ric Flair's the nature boy. Ric Flair's the nature boy. I don't think Lex Luger's dead. I feel like you would have heard about it more. I'm going to look this up. I know Mr. Perfect's dead. Yeah. This is hard to type at this angle. He died perfectly. I have no idea. I don't... Oh. No, he's totally still alive. Yeah. He's from Buffalo, New York, age 55. Um, 
There's a picture of a. Of a... He he. Retired. Why is that picture there? Uh, I don't know, but he uh, he retired um, gracefully. You know, he's not still out there. He... Uh, don't worry, it's just upstairs uh, person uh, burying bodies. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, he's he's alive. Well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, uh, Congrats on still being alive, Lex Luger. Way to go, Lawrence Wendell. Uh, Larry. That's, okay. Oh, Lawrence Wendell, Larry. Falf. Yeah, no, Lex Luger's a much better name. How do you... Fall? P-F-O-H-L. Fall? Fall? Fall. I bet you it's just pronounced uh, Paul, and uh, it, and they're just, he's from one of those shitty countries that spells things all wacky. I bet it's not even that, and he just typed it bad on his iPhone. That's yeah, possible. Yeah, he, uh, he, uh, he is the narcissist, Mr. Wonderful, but he was, no, that was Paul Orndorff. By the way, here's the thing. The... And I know I posted about this. So I'm sorry to repeat myself for people that follow me on the social medias, that being at the Alex cast. But terrifying is spelled really stupidly, and I hate it. Oh, yeah. With the with the Y in there? Oh, the Y, but the I? Why is there an I? T-E-R-R-O-R turns into T-E-R-R-I-F. It's terrific-fying, almost, but without that C at the end. Right. That's that's really infuriating to me because no, terror much is spelled like with an O mm-hmm. and and it was like definitely a Y. Well, well, the Y is fine because I'd like you know it's like whatever I can see that because like it's adjic whatever adjectiveverb the like I got it L Y words cool fine but I wait, that fuck you I well I'm sure there's there's a because re- there's there's no other word that's like ofying like terrifying so I mean I'm sure a linguist could explain why it's like that but they're too busy rewriting baseball rules in Klingon. Yeah. Um, why there's I'm no... Sure oh, the, the I find, kind of like ology. Like it's, I'm sure that suffix actually means something. Yeah, no, no, ology just means the study of. Well, in, I know in, that, but I'm saying Greek, the, the yeah. if-ing might, might actually mean something. Um, Rather than the o-ing. Yeah, o-fying. let's think about that. For, right, so o- yeah, but why would you chop the, the, the bottom half of the word off? So like, it should be horror... Ifying. Well, because isn't horrifying the same way, or is it horrorifying? No, it's horrifying. But that's what I'm saying. And terrifying. It's it's uh it's O R. So they chop off the O R and then do the ifying. Like mm-hmm. why would they like like biology? It's biology. Mm-hmm. It's not biology. Right. You know because you don't just chop randomly an O off and then throw the suffix on. No, I'm sure it's not randomly though. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's. it's... I'm just, well, either way, it's a horseshit rule, and I hate yeah, it. I've I never agree. spelled that word right the first time ever. I agree. And I've said I, I've, I know I'm switching between terrifying and horrifying because they're the same annoyance to me. I can't spell separate. Never. Uh, I don't want you to show off. I'm no, I, I have it. a problem with that. Uh, I, between separate and separate, mm-hmm. or wait, the one spelled different, right? Isn't that the exact same word pronounced two different ways? No, because like there's like. You can separate two different things, and then there's a separate... One's a noun, and one's an uh, adjective. Words can have different meanings. No, no, no. I mean, like, I thought there was a different spelling. Like, I, I thought, don't think there is. Uh, see, there was this fucking... Annoying, see, I had this half memory of reading a separate piece when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, like, in sixth grade or whatever grade you read that. And the teacher telling us how to spell it. And then uh, I have this, like, half-remembered thing that there was two different words. Like, one is separate, and one separate. I don't know. All I know is that I just feel like a jackass whenever I write letters to offspring. Um, yes. Uh, you know what's weird is that that's actually how they uh, collate their mail is uh, misspelled and spelled, mm-hmm. and that's how they keep them separated. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, there is. Uh, Why don't you get a job? There's what's what's the other one that kills me? Oh, you know what? I've never spelled correctly the first time. Uh, calendar. Mm-hmm. Because because uh, it's the dar. Yeah, like and Robert's then, a dar. But That's then, I, but then I know there's an e in there, so I just want to throw it earlier. And I, at, at any point, I, I am spelling like a like a like a colander or like mm-hmm. a okay, maybe don't throw an o in there. But I'm not good at that kind of spelling. And I, I come to this is that when I was like four or five, mm-hmm. we got a computer from the house, and I had to learn how to like get into the Commodore by typing in the word commands. Mm-hmm. And then like we had a word processor on there. So uh, I've always had what I like to call F7 spelling, in which I push F7 and then magical gnomes inside of the machine tell me how things are spelled. Right. So there's certain words that I'm just, it's never going to happen. I've just kind of given up the ghost because I know that if I spell it, I just spell it close enough and I got it like horrifying, terrifying. They're all just, just get right there and oh man, the magical computer gnomes will, will dance upon my lithe fingers. That's uh, having an apple, growing up with an apple to E. That's how I learned to spell catalog because there was a disc that had games on it, but you had to you had to type catalog to to see the list of games, and I couldn't because I was like you know five I didn't have the yeah. wherewithal to type out like whatever the games were, but if you type catalog then you could press like K and it would be face maker. Oh yes, okay. Here's 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 another here's here's another uh, linguistic issue. Catalog, do you mm-hmm. spell it G U E or G? G. I'm American. That's bullshit. Catalog. I'm kind of all right with G. I think dialogue. Just spelled with a G looks fucking clunky as shit. You think it needs the the U E? Yeah. Dialogue. It just feel like I every time I type it, it just it's it's just log. Mm-hmm. Like with that, I don't so know. So what you're saying is you're not good at writing dialogue. Um. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, it's uh. Thank you, thank you uh, for <laughs> completely destroying all my hopes. No, no problem. Dreams. Yeah, Periphery available yes. on Amazon where yeah. you can get through the Alex Cast. It's true. Yes. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Read the book. Yeah, yeah, proof, proof, John Rhodes. Thanks, thanks. It's all right. It's cool. So, uh, this, this, I have a book sitting in the table at the Library of Alexandria. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. Not the book. I've definitely had books before. I've never read before. Um, I'm, I, I've kind of, I figured out what the next bookish thing is going to be. I have no idea how long it's going to be or like what the, but like, but, uh, it's going to, there's, there's a Library of Alexandria part to it. So, what I'm doing is research. Research, nice. I've never had to do that before. Can you write off the free library books? Um, they they don't like when you write on them. I mean, you oh. have to give them back. Oh well, don't do that then. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can use like erasable pen because then you could write off. Right. Off. Well, write on, write off. The clapper. Right. Um, there is also I, I'm going to get to something real to talk about in a second. Yeah, but please do. <laughs> this is whatever. It's fun. Um, I had. Uh. We're all connected, New York Telephone. Popped in my head the other day. Now, I don't even know if New York Telephone still exists. Like, I have that stuck in my head from, like, I'm going to say 1989, WPIX. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, that was the channel that Gene Shallot was on out of New York. Uh, like, that that hinterland between public access and, like, a real channel. Uh, but it popped in my head out of nowhere. Um, I hate my brain a lot oh yeah because as we just mentioned i can't spell simple words mm-hmm. but i can get random new york to, oh actually then maybe in the phone book ad was the new york telephone it was the phone book either way um yeah that pops my head randomly but i can't spell like simple words or uh well that's really it spell simple or like the the simplest memorization tasks are are lost on me 
but oh, something obscure from 1989. Right. You got it. Oh, of course, I remember all the lyrics to TMNT lyric. Uh, no, it's theme song. it's it's unfortunate those, those kind of um, weird connections your brain makes. Like uh, like I'll certainly have that uh, the theme song for the old show Today Special gets stuck in my head a lot. I don't know if uh, if you watched Nickelodeon growing up. It was about a department store. I think it was a Canadian show, but it was about a department store mannequin that like comes to life if he's wearing a certain hat. Yeah, um, I remember the show. I don't yeah. think I watched it though. It was like I think I remember like that was like, it was like on after Pinwheel. Pinwheel, I remember. Yeah, Pinwheel, Pinwheel, spin, spin me around. around. Looked at my Pinwheel and, and see what, what I found. found. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, or, or like the I can't listen to. Oh, I don't. I couldn't tell you what the what the song is. Um, but there's a, a classical music piece played on piano. That uh, whenever I hear it, I always think there's a McDonald's commercial that featured a girl at a piano at a recital playing the song. And the reason how she got through the song was singing uh, along about how she was going to go to McDonald's. Uh, and so that's that's always in my head. Um, well, there's a, I'll, I'll send you a YouTube link, but it's uh, not that it's that interesting. But that's always my, my next reaction is I hear this beautiful piece of classical music. I'm like McDonald's. Yeah. My other weird sense of memory thing with that is uh, I have. God, I, I don't know if I can word it correctly. Yeah, I can. Um, if I'm playing a video game I played when I was a kid, like Mega Man is the one that springs to mind, is I will remember what TV show was on in the background sure, in yeah. like 1988 when I was playing it. So I'll be playing it and I'll be like, oh, the last time, like not necessarily, sometimes I remember the specific show. Mm -hmm. But all, but when the first time I played it, it will be a uh, this weird like jump of, wait, yeah, I was I was sitting in my basement. Like I remember, like recall the situation. Like that's fucking weird. Like that's some sense yeah. memory. Like when you smell that thing from your childhood, and I have that's that's intense. I have that with Super Mario World. When I got the the Super Nintendo for Christmas and and Super Mario World, my sister got this huge thing of those strawberry candies, the kind that come wrapped in the wrapping that looks like a strawberry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we would just play that and eat those. So still to this day, like even if I see a photo of yeah, it, I still kind of get the taste of strawberries in my mouth. Uh, yeah, no, that, that is, uh, that is very, very true. I'm trying to think, I know I have a food association. I can't come up with it right now. There's a, no, I'm not going to be able to come up with it. I associate food with happiness. Um, yeah, I do too. Or if I, if you disagree, I'd like to point you in the uh, direction between everywhere below my eyes and above <laughs> my penis. Um, I just, just look about, I have a fat penis. It all yeah. just goes there. Yeah, that's, that's, we're built wrong. Because <laughs> at least you could give something to the fat guys, you know, like you could at least go like, man, you know, I put out all my weight on my, you know, my thighs, my, uh, my belly. And then like, I've got like a 12 inch, just all fat cock. Oh no. Yeah. Mine is just, mine is just three inches, but it's, it's like rectangular. It's very wide. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah you should get the, uh, the old, uh, turn it the other way surgery that I just invented. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's uh, oh, the old turnaround. Yeah. The old, the old turn it to a uh, portrait from uh landscape. <laughs> rotate 90 degrees. <laughs> yes. Uh, Adobe, um, funny joke about penis yeah. shop. Cause I really thought I'd be able to come up with something as I said, Adobe. And, uh, that's why I said it slowly and it just yeah. nothing came. Yep. Penis yeah. shop works. Though. Uh, that's, yeah, but I, I just, I felt like there was something else there. And, and <laughs> <laughs> those are the balls. Just, hey, yeah. hey guys, these are the jokes. I'll be here all yep. uh, my life. Cause uh, the other, the other on. sort of TV association I have, the only one that really sticks to mind is, uh, with the OJ Simpson driving away in the Bronco thing. Yeah, I had my friend. My friend Dave was was uh, staying the night, and we were playing uh, some Nintendo game, uh, Battle Clash Two. It had the with the bazooka gun thing, the Super Scope, 
Oh yeah. Yeah, and I like I went upstairs. Like he was playing that game, and I went upstairs to. We were in my basement. I went upstairs to get like some soda or something, and like that was happening. I came upstairs and I forgot to tell him for like an hour. I was like, "Oh yeah, O.J. Simpson apparently murdered someone and drove." Away. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. By the way, then, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back to Hogan's Alley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was that was the downside of my neighborhood with the uh, the original uh, Zapper gun. Uh, what do you call it for Nintendo? I know it was called the Zapper. What was the more for the Nintendo? It was Zapper for the Super Nintendo? It was the Super Scope Six. No, for the Nintendo, didn't you call it something else? Wasn't there a more colloquial term? Or did you just say? I think you just called it the gun. I never. I think, I think you just called it. Yeah, it was, I mean, for me, it was the zapper. Or the, I or never the used gun. the term zapper until right there because I knew that was the proper term. But I, I think I just called it the gun. But yeah. uh, when I got that, I always liked Hogan's Alley better than the other games because mm-hmm. there's that one where you can like keep the 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 uh, barrels in the yeah. air by Which, shooting them. My uncle, when they when they had it, um, uh, he was he managed to be home uh, before my cousin Scott was home from school, and recorded himself on VHS. Uh, with the gun like up against the screen, just shooting at the barrels, and then when Scott Cobb got home, he was like, "Check this out!" and hit play without him noticing. So he was a little kid, and he oh, yeah. like shoot behind his head and under his legs and all the stuff. And my cousin yeah. was like, "You're amazing!" Oh, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's skillful. That's very I hadn't skillful. thought about that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very inventive way to lie to your children. Yeah, I seem to recall my father doing that with a lottery ticket. I don't remember the details, but I think he like. I think he like gaffed a winning scratch off for like ten thousand dollars. Like he like took the third one up from one ticket and then pasted it. On. I can't. I can barely remember this. I just remember that he was really fucking with me. Mm-hmm. And then even my father me... did that with his love for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, my dad couldn't even fake that. But um, the I, I just seem to remember. Even when I was a kid, I remember thinking like, what What did you gain from this? You know, right. like I'm I'm not even like I'm barely aware of money. Mm-hmm. like all you did was like hey i'm an excited dad like you could just be like hey alex i'm in a really good mood for no good reason oh i'm not like it's you know it's, <laughs> now that's gone yeah it's your that's, fault somehow yeah i, I, I didn't mean to, to at all i my parents are in town right now actually and oh, really? um, yeah well not right now but now they're in bend but they were in town yesterday for a second and did you guys do something uh no uh, yeah we wanted to grab food and grab a couple drinks at random places but uh the uh it was like six minutes in that I was like, oh, yeah, I remember why I'm really tired of you guys. Oh, like, wow. Like, holy, like, it wasn't like I was tired, but it just started to see the things. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Forgot about that one. Oh, I forgot about how annoying that one was. Like, uh, it's just, yeah, that's kind of a media scene. What, like, what is it? Is it like you're at a restaurant, you're going to look at the menu and then ask the waitress, like, what are black people least likely to eat? That's what I'll have. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, uh, something like that. Uh, we counted the word "coon" was used four times. Oh, uh, he, no, not it, it, weirdly enough, it wasn't actually said in like a weird way, like a racist way. It was said, like my mom called a cat a coon cat, which I guess is like some old term. Okay, and uh, and I just, just like mom, it's probably not. You know, like, that's one of those terms that we might want to put to bed now. Right, like I, it wasn't like because of the term that as a racist term, it was just I guess that's what they're called. Maybe they hunted raccoons or something. But um, I know my dad said it for some reason. But anyway, uh. Yeah, it was funny. So, like, he, he had gotten, uh, we went to the standard to grab a drink, and um, he had uh, he finished his, his wine, so then he gets up, he's like, all right, we gotta go. And I'd forgotten about that, that it doesn't matter what place in your drinking or, or eating that you're at, when he decides it must be time to go, especially if he stood, oh, it's over. Like, yeah. now now the standing has been done. So my mom's still, like, finishing up her wine, I still have, like, half a vodka soda, so I'm like, I'll I'll sip till mom's done. But like, literally, they just leave. Like they walk out gone. on. I'm like, what? What's ha-? you know? I'm like, I, I used, forgot I used about to do this. the same thing when I was like four. I would be. I'm done with. I'm done with food. I'm standing up now. I'm yeah. done. Where are you? You know, why aren't you all done? 
See, I think that makes a little sense. Well, at your house, it makes particular sense at four. No, this would like, be restaurants. Um, yeah, I think it makes a little sense. When you're a kid, that definitely makes sense. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. like I'm a child. This is a this is a grown. Well, it's not man. like it's not like he under. It's not like he doesn't understand. I think he just he's just a um uh like a, a you, you bag a human apathy to quote uh, Bruce McCullough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it he's was just always on the go. No, he just he does what he's done. He's done. Oh, but other way, it was just like this really quick, uh, just the immediacy of like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. Like, yeah, yeah, that that, and then uh, uh, he he made he made some kind of snide comment about my hair, which he always does. Sure. And I go, Dad, you're you know kind of running a little low on uh, on the hair front uh, to making any insults. Right. And someone goes, Hey, I'm like, What the fuck? He insulted <laughs> me first. I'm just coming back. You know. I was like, How dare you hay at me? Wait, someone was at the studio audience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I just there was like a couple other people in the car, and I forgot who said oh, it. Uh, yeah. And and I don't think it actually was hey. I think it was more of like a full sentence. And I don't recall it, so I just thought, hey, kind of carried the <laughs> carried the, the thrust of the statement. Um, yeah, so, John, I found something beautiful. I'm going to play it for you. There's two different communities that use this park. Uh, one is the uh, pagan or occultic community, and the other community is, of course, the homosexual community. Interestingly enough, uh, they go hand in hand. And <laughs> yeah. so, well, see, here you go. Um, upon entering the park, I mean, you can see they've already got started. Uh, okay. Uh, this is a pentacle. The interesting thing about this pentacle is it's an upright pentacle. This is not a satanic pentacle. Now... Okay, I'm going to pause for just one second. We're definitely getting back into this. Uh, so this is... I found this on Boing Boing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've, been, I've been beating to post this link for a while. So we're watching a guy. He's got, um, just the mullet of all mullets. It but is like amazing. It's not a southern mullet. It's a if you guys are old enough, you remember the eighties that um I almost would want to call it an occult mullet like that. It's bef- like you know how in the crow you almost imagine him having long hair, but really no no, he actually had long hair, but like like six years before the crow, guys like that would have a mullet and that would still be like the cutting edge of cool. But it wasn't like the this is what this guy has. So he's wearing like a dark suit with a black undershirt. So he's like very like um how would you describe it? Like librarian guy yeah almost. yeah like, well, it's, it's it's he's trying to uh to dress like he's uh an authority figure of of some kind yeah but he's also dark and has probably right. walked these byways like uh he looks like no the, tie so mysterious yeah like he looks like the type that would uh listen to like einsters and neubautum or, or or one of those other like german goth bands mm-hmm. but uh so yeah he's walking through this park in uh i think it's san francisco i don't remember but um uh, so now we've we found this um uh pentacle, pentacle. Uh, painted painted on a tree uh, as he walks into the park, and uh, <laughs> just when he was like, "Here we go," I was so hoping it was just gonna be two dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just going, going at out. it. Yeah. Like, oh, this again. Yeah. Well, wait. which please, please tell me you're gonna post this to the to the website. Oh yeah, no, this is yeah. going on the website. I've been meaning to say, I've been meaning to post this for fucking ever. But, this uh, is amazing. Yeah. Reason why this pentacle would not be considered satanic is because it has one point up. Now, satanists would reverse this star or pentacle, as it's called, and have two points up. God, Those represent pentacle, the, uh, the horns of Baphomet uh, and or the horns of Satan. Uh, but now, right over here, I can see... Oh, sorry here, for that a, uh, crackling sound. That's a, on the actual uh, video. inverted cross. Mm. Now, this is satanic. This is a very generic symbol. Um, let me see. It's, well, it's actually fairly fresh, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, he just this rubbed here, his hand on a white upside-down cross. A bastardization of Christianity, and it's a very common symbol. 
obviously they probably had a party or, or a ritual here uh, within the past night or two. Uh, usually what they'll do is they'll mark, it's almost like a path. They'll mark a yes, path that's an asshole to kind path. of show you where well the done, action's Richard at. Marks. Uh, the colors they'll use will be white, red, and black. Those are the dominant uh, colors of uh, the satanic movement. And cheap spray and, paint. Uh, yeah. Basically, and the New York Rangers. well, okay, over here, see? Here you go. This, well, see, this is, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, uh, what you're looking at here is called Voodoo Vivi. Um, this is kind of like a coat of arms, if you will, uh, for the demonic. Yeah, see, BS. And, works really well. Uh, the implications <laughs> of this is, is definitely satanic. Uh, when I showed you earlier the one pointed up star as we first came in, and I told you that, you know, the implications of Satanism are two points up. As you can see, there are two points up here. And someone has made it very angle. clear. Uh, they were probably worshiping Set, because it, it says Set here, it so it's sex. pretty obvious. Yeah, it definitely says Set. Now, sex. this here, if I'm not mistaken, uh, looks like a money VV. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were here in the park doing a money ritual. And uh, this is very also typical. Like the, uh, this is the kind of thing that you can expect yes. to see uh, not only on crime scenes, but in areas where occultists hang out. I like um, that he calls paying for sex like a money Like gang graffiti, occultists yeah. kind of communicate to each other through their graffiti. On the rise, I there like the, up um, here is, the is a square white flat area, oh, yes. concrete area, uh, that is used often. I even frequented it uh, for ritual practice. Well, there you go. You can see from here, um, 666 oh, there he goes. and an eye. Now, that eye above 666 is an Egyptian eye, uh, the eye of Anubis. So Which I can tell not. by looking at this eye that these people that were up here were into ceremonial magic. You bet they were. Um, these aren't witches. They these keep, are definitely they keep Satanists. cutting to this weird Look at these dumpsters. See, this is how they talk to each other. Through now, dumpsters. <laughs> what you see here, this is gang graffiti, okay? Yeah, I've read Harry Potter. And this, I know this is how gangs talk to each dumpsters. other, okay? But now this is how occultists talk to each other. This here is a psilocybin mushroom. So probably um, they had a, a psilocybin ritual, which is not uncommon. Occultists are known or for using uh, uh, peyote and, and psilocybin. And uh, so this was Stop probably going the uh, map. So a, a psilocybin ritual. I don't know. I think he's like an ex-occultist, okay, I think, maybe. Shem Hemfarash is a satanic invocation, and Halley is also part of a satanic invocation. There is a book out called The Greater mm. Key of Solomon. I and think that's the a really stone Rasta. Hali Shemetsif. Is Shemhem, hem, is right, that an actual occult tell, I don't know. That uh, uh, that name doesn't sound familiar to me. And everything that but I've also called the Eye of Horus, the uh, Eye of uh, Anubis earlier. On the uh, oh. concrete, it looks like they actually have the ritual here. Well, here, it's now. It's like the most famous symbol ever. here for North. No, but I mean, that's called the Eye of Horus. Oh, the Eye of Anubis. Yeah, yeah, that now, one. Now, while these are not the true directions, obviously someone had a bad sense of direction, I'm assuming that this is where they actually had their ritual. Oh, one of the reasons why just, they would use this particular area I just area like how much like, credit he's concrete. giving to dumb metals. And metal it's guys. a nice yeah. open area. When we used to come up and uh, have rituals, and we had a group, we would look for an open, flat space. This is an open, flat space. This would be an ideal place for them to have a ritual. 
Because um, you know, nothing speaks of like the dark secrets of uh, early mankind as a in, in parking lot in the middle of a, a fucking <laughs> setup. So what you're doing is when you come onto a scene and you're investigating a scene, you look on the ground and you'll find clues as to what happened. Uh, right here, okay, we have a rope here. Uh, this is a this is a noose. And actually, if you look at it closely, uh, I don't know if the camera really. can pick this up, but oh, there's wow. blood on this noose. David Carradine now, was there. Mary, this has been used this. either to there was a great uh, battle bind here. someone They're up some type of a ritual bounds were cut. or it could have actually oh, no. been used they on an animal of oh, that was sacrificed. Uh, when sacrificing a cat or a dog, of course animals move around a lot and they get unruly. Canada. So he has a weird accent. They would tie it up. What's upsetting but is there this is from 1994. This oh, yeah. News. Now, these are the kind of things to me, that's that you'd be looking ago. for. No. But... Well, it's definitely not well, that long ago when it comes to this. Yeah. Is a medicine bottle of 2% xylocaine. For those of you with medical knowledge, you would know uh, xylocaine, known as lidocaine, um, is a... No, not lidocaine. It's, it's used to numb... Makes you not uh, people, be able to feel lies. And for that matter, animals. And of course, if you're going to ritually sacrifice an animal or a human, for that matter, in a public place, you don't want them to be screaming in pain. Um, so it's not uncommon for a cultist to use something like this. And of course, here we have it. Yeah, On this tree here, we have some more graffiti. It's in red, which is. He's really taking a trip around uh, the park here. Like, he moved, he's now, what's interesting here is the number nine. Nine represents the nine satanic statements. You can find this in uh, a book by Anton Sanzer LaVey, which is called the Satanic Bible, and you will see that there are nine satanic statements. This is uh, the way occultists tell each other, hey, we're Satanists, and we're partying. Yeah, I guess they uh, <laughs> chew upside-down crosses underneath uh underneath the, their uh right there it's the, the eye of anubis well, well um, oh yeah the eye yeah. the eye of anubis yeah. well uh, <laughs> what i'm curious about is like what the purpose of that video was like just uh, just like see. just sort of like is it like bird watching where you're just like that's uh this is a rare clip from 94 television program warning the dangers that lurk within local neighborhood parks throughout america namely homosexuals and satanists oh sure uh, more background sense. on the series here uh yeah it's so he's like the greatest guy ever and I'm going to post this on alexcast.com. You guys can check it out because uh, um, it's some lady's boobs. Uh, the victim's body. Discuss satanic cults and sigils. Now, this isn't really... Okay, but I do want to click on this because there's uh, a chick in a polka dot... Uh, no, a In investigating homicides, there are some and, very uh, obvious ritualistic markings that will appear on a body that is guy. the result of satanic killings. But some of the markings are a little more subtle. My name's Charles. And so what we're going to do is I'm give you really an illustration job, of this I'm looking on for our a model and on the side also can... retrace some of the markings like that, that were in the St. Joseph's case. That is nice. You'll note on our model that there's... Oftentimes, a cut yeah, yeah. that goes so from like behind the ear to, to all the way down in this video, to, describe to the throat. How satanic rituals You'll also happen. notice that on the carotid, like this, weird satanic ritual, this right here and it looks would be like cut dad where the blood would have yeah, been drained. Murdering somebody. And oftentimes, yeah. there's wax laid mm, on it to lady. cover it up afterwards after the body 
um, has it, you know, uh, she's deceased. Dead. Oh, necrophilia. Oh, I thought because he was pointing to her neck. Sex with they will corpse. also put wax over the eyelids after they're deceased. Oh, and okay. so yeah, those would sense. be some of the head markings that would indicate a ritualistic killing. If you Did, find pennies another near, area that means there was payment for Catahom, the man that rides the boat on the river sticks. <laughs> would Did, be the pentagram or the inverted pentagram on the right and the left side of the upper chest. Notice he definitely touched her right when he's pointing at her tits. This is the signature (laughs) of the high priest. She's still breathing, kill her. Lord Baphomet will be unpleased. Another area that you might find satanic ritual carving is in the stomach area. And the G-spot. And as was true in the St. Joseph's case, the pentagram or the inverted pentagram was carved right here in his abdomen area. You'll note again the points representing again the goat's head. Dudes have uteruses too. Another area we'll want to note is the foot area. Um, yeah, that's a foot. And right here behind the ankle bone, there is oftentimes an incision, just as our markings would indicate. That means we Beyond know that, that Hector was here. On the bottom of the foot, they will Someone sometimes cut the flesh and <laughs> peel it back. This chick was totally so drunk you'll also note in that. the park next to the pagans and homosexuals. Another thing that is oftentimes done in ritualistic homicides is Hello, a piece inside the mouth of the deceased the person. Body. Now, as you wait, look wait, at the I body think we just missed something really important there. person such as this, placed inside the mouth wait, of wait, the deceased wait. person. That's right here. But they will sometimes cut the flesh and peel it back. And so you'll also note that another thing that is oftentimes done in ritualistic homicides is a penis is placed inside the mouth of the deceased person. <laughs> yeah. Now, as you look at the body, <laughs> yeah, I told you we missed something important. Such as this, <laughs> it's like, and please moving note on. <laughs> each and every one of these markings. Oh, note you them. You might huh? just see one of the markings. It could be just the carotid, or it might be just the marks behind the ankle, or as obvious as the pentagram. But whatever it is, if you look just a little bit deeper, ask a few more questions, and note to the investigators more information, it could lead to the solution of other crimes that have been just passively sitting on the desk okay. without any clues. Here's, here's clearly what's been happening. This, this guy here has been murdering people, uh, uh, couples, and putting a dick in someone else's mouth. Yeah. And then, like, so he's made this video to try to cover that up, to try this, to throw people off the trail. This is actually uh, uh, one of two things. One, um, this is actually uh, revenge killings that he's recorded because when he was in college, he passed out drunk and someone wrote, put dick here on his face and magic marker. Right. And he was so ashamed that uh, he had to uh, act out his crimes and put it here. Two is this is actually a dating video uh, for uh, the early videotape dating in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. And he's uh, looking for that kind of chick that doesn't mind getting a little wild on the weekend, going to a park, uh, getting some Zytokine, performing some ritual sacrifice, and then putting a dick in her mouth. (laughs) Which I like that... so he probably has this name for himself, like like the Avenging Angel or or something tough like that, and the cops probably just call him the Dick Mouth Killer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the old the old sack chin? Yeah. Oh God, there's another one. There's another one down by old uh, Fag Park on Griffith. Old, old tea bags. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, more gays and pagans just more ruining the place. Pagans with their wrong way pentagrams. Pentacles. Yeah. I'm sorry. My problem with uh with it with the pagans are uh, numerous. Is there a lack of God? Oh, no, their lack of one God. No, it's 
I don't think you should be keeping snakes on drugs inside of pools within city limits because there's there's officers of the law. Let's say just any given Joe Friday. So that outside might go near of them. city limits. Outside, of, of course. Yeah. Okay. When, when am I a fascist? So in the in the wilds of the interstate, it's all it's all fine. Yeah, like go to like uh, like Pennsylvania or um, somewhere in Oregon because I don't mm -hmm. really know what the names of any of the outside places are because uh, I'm a city dweller. Right. Montana's outside of Oregon. That's one. Montana. Mm -hmm. Is that one of those ones that kind of looks like a square that you see from the airplane? Kind of, but it's like a square. It's got like a tumor on one side that kind of comes out. Yeah, I don't know what the middle looks like. Yeah, the middle's very square. Yeah. Like, you're from Iowa City, Kansas, right? The very same. <laughs> okay. Um, so, that is that. I don't remember what these other ones are. Uh, hi, guys. You're listening to Just Music Label, Marconi Union something. This is supposed to be the most relaxing song ever. The heartbeats of this song are meant to follow the rhythm of the human heart. You know what else follows the rhythm of the human heart? Dance. You know where you can dance? To the songs of jukebox music. Hey, John. Hmm? What kind of bar do you know that has a jukebox? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so relaxed right now. Uh, is it the standard? Yeah. Hey, you know what? The standard does have a jukebox. It does. Wait a second. You know what I like to do while listening to songs from a jukebox? I like playing pool. You know a bar that's got a pool table? The standard has a pool table. Hey, that's right. It's right next to their big buck hunter machine and their electronic mini golf machine. You know, some people are into electronics and some of the bad types play pocket billiards. Kind of like a good old fashioned game of pinball. I wonder where I can find in upwards of five pinball tables. You know, funny you mention it. I believe the standard has that. I believe you're right. Wow. It's almost like I've been feeding you questions that the only answer would be the standard, as if this was some form of advertisement that I'm being paid to do. The standard pays you to do advertising. Hey, that's right. The standard does pay me to do advertising. Weirdly enough. You know, so while I'm here, I might as well say facebook.com slash thestandardpdx, because that's their web address. That's the web address of the standard. Hey, that's true. It's weird. You know, if you go to 14 Northeast 22nd Ave, you'll find a bar. Hey, John, you know what bar that would be? The standard is at 14 Northeast 22nd. Hey, John's right. The standard is there. Well, now that you know where it is and you know where its web presence can be found at facebook.com slash thestandardpdx, why not go there? The standard is the place where you should go. Hey, John's right. There is no other reason not to go to the standard. Why not not have double and triple not negatives and not a sentence? Why not? The standard. Oh, this is a fan film. Uh, it's pointless on the show, but they were trying to make a movie, and I think they got the funding for it through Kickstarter, but uh, Dear Mr. Watterson, uh, they're making a, a movie about the influence of Calvin and Hobbes on uh, on the world, uh, but it's uh, it's not a very watchable thing. No well, I want to bring just, it up. Yeah. I, it's, I don't know. Is that a movie we need, I guess? Um, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't mind watching it. I certainly... I, I adored Calvin and Hobbes, but it's uh, like, yeah, it was good. I don't know. I tend to find like any sort of um, like peanuts. Like people go nuts and like really analyze uh, Charles yeah. Schultz peanuts. Like, yeah, I don't I'm okay. I don't need that. Well, I mean, that's me. I'm, I'm no. Idiot. I mean, I sort. I tend to agree, especially with the idiot part. You're a drooling simpleton. I mean, you're mm -hmm. you're Steph level dumb. Yeah. But um, like your head throw up a cunt face or whatever. Right. <laughs> that was the best line ever. But um, if she were if she weren't so dumb, why isn't she here? 
That's true. Boom. That is true. Um, she actually is here, and she just can't talk because she's dumb. That's true. Oh, look oh, at that! If you know, double... yeah, if you know the history of uh, yeah. medical conditions, boom. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, no, I would want to watch it just because he retired, and I find him interesting. I don't think he's actually in the thing. I think it's more about the influence that his comics had on people, and that I don't really care about that much. But that's what I mean. I would like, like to know about him because he walked away from it when it was incredibly yeah, popular. That's, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, it's like I don't know if you've if if you've ever seen there's there's a movie called uh, uh, I believe it's Shut Up and Play the Hits which is about LCD sound system. And oh, they, yeah. They kind of the same. Like, they were just starting to get, like, really big. And then the guy went, no, I'm done. Yeah. And so they played one final giant show in New York. And the movie is that show. Intercut with interviews with Chuck Klosterman interviewing him and kind of him, like, kind of the day after these little, I think it was the day after Chuck, uh, uh, the show is when Chuck okay. Klosterman interviewed yeah. him. And so, like, you have this amazing story, but they went, no, let's just make it a concert movie. And to me, like, I fucking hate concert movies because yeah. i don't like going to concerts and, and a concert movie is just like yeah I mean, that would have been a fun show to be at like i don't care i have a cd i can yeah. i can play that i mean maybe you know uh maybe i'm wrong on that but that always drives me nuts because like to me that's interesting like you you walked away you yeah you are here and you just went no i'm good but no it's not the movie they had. yeah so, that's so so i would like to see that movie yeah. i don't want to see someone go like you know, I drew this this deviant art fan fiction art because uh, I really liked. Yeah, that's why I'm not super interested. I mean, I'll probably watch it, or at least you know, uh, well, by watch I mean bootleg it. I won't support it fiscally at all. But uh, yeah, like I couldn't give a shit about you know if they made a movie about the uh, I don't know the uh, Rolling Stones or, or Woody Allen. Like it's, I'd be fine if you're like, oh, everything up until you know, uh, well, Woody Allen still been making pretty good films, but like, you know, like when it's still the way they're the height of their power, but it's like, oh, well, I've just kept doing things forever and ever and just keep like, like Stephen King, if he had died in that car wreck, I would so want to know his biography. Right. Not to say I wish him ill or that your longevity should take away from your interest, but it's like, well, you're around enough that like, there's no, like, there's no mystery to it. I think that's the hook of a story. Well, you know? yeah. After, after reading, this is terrible, but after reading how he finished up the Dark Tower series. I kind of wish I was angry that he never finished the Dark Tower series. Yeah, because uh, that was it was not good. Uh, not yeah. that I, no, I don't actually wish he was dead. But spoiler uh, alert: when the dome comes down at uh, the end of the Dark Tower, wow. Well, I mean, when they go under the dome. Yeah. Well, that's no, that's that's in the middle, and then the dome represents uh, the circle of life. I just want the, I want that show to become popular, and the people that are into that show to call themselves uh, Dome Coughs. I think that would be that'd be a fun name, like the you know Firefly has the brown brown coats. Yeah, yeah. Um, or the Domo Arigato. I think I see. I'm sorry that I didn't give you anything on that because I wasn't no, sure I what. I, I don't think I, what I was. Would I mean, what's I never asked to explain the joke, but was that a play on Doomkoff? Indeed, it was. Okay, no, that actually was funny. I thought I was overthinking it, and it did one of my Alex things yeah. where it's. That was far too obscure for any other person that isn't me to say out loud. Right. So I must be missing something yeah. else or misheard you so it's like what could those syllables have meant it was, in another it was not worth no any thought at all it, no it was wonderful i yeah. i very much enjoyed that i'm like ah, if that was doom cough that was actually yeah. funny but but uh, i think it's also like this this uh, no, no, let me bill... go back to okay. no i want to okay. dissect your joke some more okay <laughs> no, no. Please. well back to the bill watterson thing like i'm sure the guy you know they might have talked tried to talk to him specifically about like you know yeah he doesn't like grant like, interviews or whatever yeah. but at the same time it, it is this kind of thing of like well how does how did his work affect me well, I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't, it, it had, to me, and also it hasn't been long enough. Like, you can talk about the Beatles, in, you know, the, the Beatles, like, in the in the 1960s. 
Go ahead and talk about that in the 1990s, some 30 years later. Yeah. We're not quite there yet with, with Callan Hobbs. And, and I mean, I know it's, it's been a while, but it's also like, I think it's probably going on. It's, it's, it's close. 20 years probably. It's, it's one, close, yeah, yeah. but it's also, I don't know. They, it, I mean, it's also, that's the Beatles cultural impact versus something that occurred yeah, that's when, true. in yeah, the yeah. miasma of everything else. But it's just like, I don't, to me, Callan Hobbs hasn't, and maybe I can see the movie and, and be proven wrong, but like, hasn't had that kind of like cultural impact beyond just people going, I really like Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's influenced people in different ways, but like, I don't care enough to see a movie about it. Yeah, no, I, I definitely dig that. Uh, like I would, I would rather, uh, and I don't even like the comic all that much. Not that I dislike it, but I would watch a, I'd watch a documentary on, uh, that, uh, Nemo character. Um, I think it's his name. Um, no, not Nemo. The sleeping kid, yeah, little Nemo's Adventures in Dreamland, that which, which thing? he was the one because I heard an interview with with Waterson. He that's the book that influenced him to do like the big color mm-hmm. Sundays and like the way he used the panel space. The, the yeah, uh, like I would watch that because it's Bill. He was influenced by Bill Waterson, who was already established. So yeah, I guess you're right. So in another ten years, all the artists that are still like because I hear a lot of artists say they were influenced by Calvin Hobbes. Yeah, but when they become the Watersons of you know ten years from now and they say I was influenced by Waterson. I probably would want to watch that documentary that this guy's making in the same way I'd watch that, you know, uh, uh, Nemo and Neverland thing because I I don't know about it. And it's so long ago that it's like, oh, well, all the masters now that are kind of, you know, at the top of their craft or on their way out were influenced by this. Well, I think that's part of it. That might be, excuse me, uh, that might be my thing with, with Peanuts is that, I mean, it is far enough removed from, for me that I don't really know anything about Charles Schultz. But to me, I just read the comics, and they're like, "Oh, they're, they're yeah. funny and and whatever." He's a huge Nazi. That was part of it. Um, he uh, ritual sacrifice and parks. Um, really? Did he? Yeah. Did he make pentacles? Yes. Inside mm. of Snoopy's, uh, Snoopy's uh, doghouse was just a ton of uh, upside down pentacles. I mean, there was. Well, if you uh, notice, Snoopy number... has six letters. Yeah, uh, there was the number nine, which means the nine uh, laws of mm-hmm. Satanism. Right. Uh, or or a number between eight and ten. Uh, maybe, and then uh, Woodstock, of course, is a reference to the uh, to the uh, change in paradigm shift that happened during the '60s, mm-hmm. and that being that goes to the psilocybin mushroom, which is of course a right. pagan thing. How so they the, communicate? Yes, so they they uh, they would take acid and and mushrooms at at Woodstock, and then go back and commit uh, ritual sacrifice. It's all it's all communicate yeah. only in lines, like exclamation points. Well, if you if you were tuned into the higher vibrational frequencies, you I would understand. Am what those trumpets were that's the ascended masters from tibet that's not charles that's oh. that's not that's not his teachers those are the ascended masters that are trying to speak to them and and charlie brown's entire journey is trying to understand the womp, 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 womp. and then oh, thought... you know when you see that light at the end of the tunnel it goes womp, womp, love love welcome love you've been doing it so well charles thought... way to go chuck I just and then as you the, enter uh... into the gates of heaven he reaches out and god shuts a door in his face and throws a football at him and go i cannot believe you haven't learned <laughs> your lesson and then it goes back and he wakes up again but this time he has a whistle I just thought all the teachers were Helen Keller asking for water. Yeah, it's probably equally good. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's pretty terrible. I feel yeah. pretty bad about myself. Yeah, it's, I liked it. Uh, I um, I wish I could make that joke better, but I didn't know what the object was. A football? No, the the, the coming back, the coming back with a whistle. Oh. See, I think you know the reference, but I can't yeah. say it without because the other thing is that the only people that read it would understand. I, I was told the thing, but anyway, right? Anyway, let's, yeah, back to the back to the matter at hand. Uh, this is a video about uh, how to fuck pagans. <laughs> period. How to fuck? Uh, so no, this is this is. Uh, no, I just want to point this out that there's yet another uh, metropolis. This is supposed to be the uh, most complete one ever. 
and uh, it's on open culture. So it's from let's see, July of last year. So have you have you watched it? Uh, no, I watched the one before this one. Maybe I did watch this last year, but uh, uh, I've watched Metropolis too many times at this point. Yeah, uh, I'm like I'm a fan of the movie, but like I don't I don't know that I'm. Well, I was uh, Ste- well, we're talk- I referenced it to Steph on a previous show. Well, she's not going to know anything. And uh, well, no, she hadn't heard of Metropolis. Well, and, obviously, but. I thought she had. I thought she would have heard of the the design elements from Metropolis because mm. you know she's into art or whatever, and she hadn't because the uh, finger painting. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. She would finger finger paint the robot, right? Finger blast the robot, that dyke hunt. Um, wait, but, wait, why is the robot a lady? The robot's a lady in Metropolis. She's got big tits. Oh, okay. I, see. I, I thought remember. you were, you were just you were just saying robots in general were ladies. Oh no no, and the one in Metropolis got the boobs. Right. Yeah. Um. No, uh, she hadn't heard of it, so I was looking it up, and apparently there's like kind of a newer one. Uh, no, I like Metropolis quite a bit, but it's it's one of those ones that I have to be in such a specific mood, and like it's really you know it's a very specified thing. So, but uh, it just it occurred to me that I guess it actually was kind of idiotic of me, and, and like not just Steph, but anybody in our age group. I, it kind of is weird that like I mean I guess we were like because we're nerds like. We would know it, but like it is kind of a weird thing that I would expect someone to know a silent German film from thirty something. Yeah. Like this is as natural as anything. Like like a what? You've never seen that silent German sci-fi movie that was barely available for most of it. Yeah. No, but like I feel like it it was more. Well, I don't know because I feel like it was it was somewhat more ever present. It's sort of like like being like moving moving further away. Like I having lived somewhat close to the seventies, I know that there was a show called BJ and the Bear. Yeah. I know nothing about it. I know when you reference BJ and the Bear, that's a 70s throwback thing. Yeah. I wouldn't expect anyone born after 1995 to have any idea who BJ and the Bear was. Granted, there's a lot okay. of time yeah. between between this and then, but I still feel like Metropolis still like you would see references to yeah. it and all this stuff. And again, yeah, maybe it's just we're just nerds and well, and, uh, and uh, the reason in front of the show is Janelle Monet uh, was her her outfit or whatever or the front of the, one of her videos was uh, she was kind of dressed as a robot from Metropolis mm-hmm. and uh, Metropolis is a lot of like occult over like a lot of occult leanings not like joking around about that stupid horrible mullet thing like right. there's a lot of like uh, references to like the Thule Society which was like this German occult system like there's a lot of like there's a lot of like kind of occult esoterica like mixed into that movie so it's um it shows up in a lot of other occult places so it's like weird like there'll be these hidden like anybody that's kind of into that stuff will kind of throw a wink wink at it in their films or hmm. you know see i didn't know any of that um it, there was a, i was reading an article about it like they had like a pretty comprehensive list i can't i can't honestly i can't think of any off the top of my head but like like i think there was one in a kubrick film and then like i think one of the pixar movies has like a has one of the robots thrown in like there's just all these but it's just got a, you know an odd thing that my expectation is to know it. But yeah, anyway, there's a new thing of it. I'll put the link up because uh, I've been meaning to mention it on the show. But uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Metropolis, which is why the long way around uh, of saying that now I kind of shouldn't expect every single person in my audience to have watched this random 1920 something silent movie. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching. It's really cool. Uh, the just the visuals of it are fucking fantastic. It's really dark. It's like the kind of the foundation of like that noir like that came later now like well certainly noir like borrowed a lot from the sort of german expressionism and, and yeah. fritz long uh, fritz lang did a did a, a lot of that stuff and and i don't know i think metropolis uh yeah i think a lot of things oh oh uh uh some uh well that that future design kind of came from it and i like i don't want to art too... deco yeah that yeah. that's i guess that's the phrase art deco like that kind of uh like in the in the 30s and 40s when the future was like you know big nose cars with a lot of chrome and that like mm-hmm. kind of stylized like like rocket car of the like that's a lot of that kind of borrows from Metropolis or maybe 
you know, Metropolis was the popular thing that borrowed from the other sources, but it seems like a lot of people source this as where like right. a lot of that yeah. look came from. I just think it, I don't know. It's, it's this really interesting artifact that like somehow this exists still, you know, like this mm -hmm. is like this, I don't know. There's, there's just, a, there's something, I don't even know. It's almost like, uh, um, no, I can't think right now. Sure. Well, I, I will, I will throw back to the Bill Watterson thing where it's like, go watch this movie and see if you can notice what it influenced in what, stuff you enjoy now rather than watching a movie about people now telling you oh i liked this movie yeah well i think that would also play into the whole and this is really uh, i want to be clear here john you and i and i'm saying this directly to you audience we're better than you because we know a lot of like you know the his history of a lot of like pop culture stuff and really we're better educated really just much better people right so um i think we doing push-ups right now i'm, I'm doing push-ups on top of his push-ups right um but it, like if you, sorry, I can't, I can't do that. I'm better than you think for too long because it just, it's like I'm just so bad at. That's life. what threw you, not not you doing push-ups on me. That's no, actually, that wasn't what threw me. What threw me was honestly was trying to keep up the I think I'm better than people think. I'm like, oh, I'm so like, oh, yeah. weird gay sex. That's yeah. fine. No, but uh, I just, I don't know. I, I like the I like the idea of seeing like that that I don't know the the weird things that kind of echo through. Like, um, I was trying to think of like there's these other kind of concepts where like it's almost. It's almost like old cars or like old machines where people have this like kind of like there's like this resonance with them where it's like it's more than just a historical artifact. It's more than like finding them neat. Like they kind of have like almost like a a religious symbolism, like even though they're not it's like a secular religious symbolism, mm -hmm. you know. So it's like you watch this and it's or or look at like, a you know, Model T's like it's it's kind of stupid to have a working Model T now. I mean, it's very stupid. Oh, yeah. But like there's something I don't know there's like a primalness with it. And I think Metropolis like kind of hits on that same that same kind of weird early chord like because right. it's not like we're like oh let's go watch the great train robbery or mm -hmm. or that's the only other silent movie i can think of <laughs> oh, it, uh, there's there's plenty more than that but no, no I that, yeah, uh, and, yeah. And the works of charlie chaplin or buster keaton uh or yeah Boyd. Though the reason i didn't actually those are the first i thought of the reason i didn't say that is because those didn't prove my point as well because right. actually no, they kind of go against my point but right. i think that's for a different reason i think those are because almost as a historical thing is like those are the all of the the weird tropes that we know as comedic reference points comes mm -hmm. from that time. Like I saw this little girl today when I was waiting online for food at the food carts, and she was dressed like a, a little tramp. With, uh, with the hat and the she cane. was dressed rather trampy, but uh, she had like pink hair or whatever. But she had um she had uh, a fake tattooed on her arm a heart with mom on it. Oh sure. Now this is it's to. And it's a generation previous to us, but I think maybe it's because we were close to the seventies. We know BJ and the Bear. Um, we're close enough to the generation where tattoos were like, those are only tough people. And, and sailors. So the joke is that these hardcore, tough-ass people have mom on their arm. That's right. the joke. But that joke actually doesn't work anymore. Like, right. it's not there. It's only there as, like, this reference point. But that's, like, the early well, It's like, I think, I think you've talked to me about this before where there's going to be a time where, and, and, and we might be somewhat entering this time now where certain parts of, uh, of civilization where the record scratch and yeah. trailers exists only as the noise that happens when things when go things wrong. stop yeah yeah not have anything to do with records yeah i mean records are kind of coming back a right. little bit but not i bet yeah. in certain in certain parts like like there was i recently went to san diego with uh uh some people i know from from uh well a, fr a friend of mine uh from the midwest and and he invited, invited some friends from kansas city as well and there are certain things that like when you're in portland that you kind of take for granted that don't happen here 
And like when you're around these people, you're like, oh yeah. Not that they're like 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 worse or less or something like that, but just sort of like this sort of there's just much less irony out there than there is here. Yeah. Uh and just other things where you're oh, like, that's a good oh thing. Yeah. like no, I don't watch um you know, the uh, uh according to Jim. That's not that's not for me. Yeah. Uh but it's something you know what I mean? It's just like it's just you, you get kind of insulated here. And with some, oh, with a lot of sort of like yeah, lame, yeah. same like-minded kind of stuff, and you're yeah. like, "Oh my god, there's this whole other world out here that that for good or ill, like I know nothing about." Yeah. Well, this is, uh, and and I mean this like not joking because I do shit on the the middle of the country a lot, uh, but I mean this like seriously is it's it's like the middle of the country. Like there's an entire system of thought that I'm unfamiliar. Like I truly don't understand college sports, and I mean I I mean I understand the rules, but I mean I don't. The the what that is to the parts of the country I didn't grow up in, mm-hmm. I don't I don't have the vaguest grasp of. Like I know it's a different thing that I understand, but it's a I don't even know how to word it. It's like this this entire culture that I'm unfamiliar with on a fundamental level. And then the like the idea that like you know, where the the, the heart what's it, the heartland of America? Uh-huh. My whole life, I mean, that's been essentially like a ironic kind of joke thing where it's just like, yeah, it's just the useless part in the middle. Like, but I mean, people there, I mean, I've actually like seen like interviews or whatever, like they believe that statement. Right. And it's like, I like never occurred to me that that's like an actual statement to be believed. It's just like one of those stupid things people say. Right. Well, but like it's, I, you know, built I, wrong. I found myself like describing someone is, uh, one of the people on the strip was like very Midwestern. And I was like, man, I kind of feel like a, a, a butthole saying that. Like I'm some kind of like, well, on the coast, things are way different because yeah. that's absolutely not true. You could go to one of the suburbs here. You don't even have to go that far. There's the same kind of person there, like the same kind of just meathead, whatever. Yeah, I mean, go downtown useless, on a weekend Useless, night. shitty, horrible, right. from a terrible place, should right. be killed, only good to grow Monsanto's horrible, genetically altered corn and soy. Yeah. Well, I'm just, just yeah, just a thoughtless individual. Yeah. Um, uh, really, like the Morlocks in Metropolis. Sure. So I'm, I'm saying like it's, 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 you know, it's unfair to, to attribute that to just the Midwest. Um, but, oh no, uh, I don't necessarily. Yeah, I didn't mean that. I just mean like the the cultural i ideas behind like the the like if I go to California, I know what vapid Hollywood types are like. Right. I'm familiar with them, and I actually understand them. I don't understand a uh, the 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 thought of them. I'm a I'm an Auburn fan from birth. I I don't even know if that's a place with teams. Like right. that's no, it just, literally yeah. just cognitive dissonance. That's white noise. It's like right. Like, I'm a fan of, like, sports teams. Like, I I do like sports, but I'm a fan of them in the... I'm aware that that's... I grew up... Like, I'm not a New York Rangers fan because all those guys are still on the team from when I was a kid. Yeah, that's something that... Yeah, yeah that's something that baffles me about college football is, like, it's not... I mean, and obviously the professional football roster's changed and stuff like that, but it's, like, you... It's a much more fluid thing in college yeah. football to me, where it's, like, that guy's leaving now. You know, he played for, like, two years or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's not really the same I don't, team, but... Yeah, I don't understand... I understand a little if you went there yeah but like the people that just have this yeah it doesn't and i'm not even like i don't mean this sounds like i'm shitting them i i just mean i mean it in a curiosity way like i just i truly don't i don't get the 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 thrust behind it. it's the same way that uh no it's not the same way but the um like when people have the uh uh that kind of i don't want to word it this way but that kind of churchy small town thing where it's not overly Bible, because I get spirituality, I get religious thinking, but that, you know, our socialization is Sunday picnics and then going to the church and oh, sure. church functions like that, right. that like this is the, 
the you know that kind of whole wholesome old fashioned mm-hmm. like and but I can't like but they mean it is lost on me is right. I can't even imagine a like I just my whole life I'd be like oh my god I've never been more bored like I've never done anything else but I know I'm horrifically bored one thing <laughs> I I cannot understand um like and because I mean having grown up in in Nebraska or something where it's like Nebraska football is like all we have and like growing up next to some my neighbors were, were awesome people and they love Nebraska football to the point that you would you would be like oh Oklahoma Sooners rule and they'd get all angry at you yeah um but they were they were awesome so it's like yeah you just sort of uh in that in that uh world of you know Nebraska football that's what you like that's what's good so I kind of get that but one thing I will never understand is as the fans of the Portland Trailblazers not not the Trailblazers I'm sorry the Timbers um and nothing it's the team themselves but the fans and and if there's any out there that listen to the show, and I actually know you, uh, uh, chances are this isn't true. But uh, all the fans I've met of, Portland, uh, of the Portland Timbers are insufferable assholes. And everything that I know about the, the the Timbers army, just make they're all just insufferable assholes. Like they're people. Like I know some people that are like so concerned about what the chants are versus yeah. like wanting to watch the game. There's a there's a friend of Hazel's that um, uh, my girlfriend that when. Um, she came to visit. She was talking about how she was on a plane, and uh, it was Alaska Airlines plane. And the plane had a had the uh, the Oregon Beavers logo on the tail, and but there was some dude in there like rocking the Ducks hat, like he was what in your face, Oregon plane. And she was like, if it's the Seattle Sounders, the uh, uh, you know the Timbers rival team, I don't think I could have gotten on that plane. You are an insane person. Like yeah. that's insane. Like let it's let it go. Now, I, I if I if I may uh, offer my my explanation of this behavior, and I do have one, and not not sarcastically, and there's no way for me to ever start something like this mm-hmm. and not sound like I'm about to go into something that right. I obviously don't mean to, but I literally be this one is Portland has a very much of a uh, minor bird kind of parrot culture to it that like everybody wants like we're all individuals, we're all in- right and. Portland desperately wants one to be a big city, two uh, with the and this goes to the soccer club thing is uh, they want to be European footballers, you know, so they want to have the chance. They have the scarves, like, right? They're, well, that's they're, that's that's the other thing is like scarves in the middle of summer. Screw yeah, you, because they're and, mimicking right. The, but but this, I think it's a way for them to sort of like, and maybe this is what you're going to say before I really interrupted. Yeah, but the sort of like, uh, uh, like, well, I like sports, but I like better sports than what you like. This is part of it too, and that's that's kind of the European thing is because it's it's far away, uh, more farther away. I said far farther away, and it's not popular in the states, so it gets it is like that collecting vinyl uh when mp3s are popular that right. that type of thing but so they're mimicking the, the 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 soccer culture in in the you know in in europe and you know i'll just say europe i know it's the rest of the rest of the world too but uh that's that's where the assholeness comes in because their 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 football teams are you know there are there's violence associated with it. i mean there's coaches have been killed play you know right there's, there's there is a violence to it and i'm not saying that's <clears throat> intrinsic to the sport but there is there there's much more than uh american sports there's that so I think they kind of latch on to that. And that goes with what they're saying with the big city thing is we're, we're a bit, uh, we're a bunch of soft white people <clears throat> and they desperately want to be tough city dwellers because right. it's a city that has far more attention paid on it than its population density or crime rate. So people want to be, yeah, I'm from a city. And that's so you're kind saying of, we need to commit more crimes. Well, I think that's maybe their thinking. I mean, I always think you should commit more crimes. 
but I think most of them uh, should be uh, only uh, hate crimes and sex crimes. Right. Um, I think is the rather thing. than just running a stop sign on your bike. Oh God, no! They should be fucking slaughtered. Right. Like the, just just like like fatted calves uh, to the to the to the abattoir. <laughs> Yeah, that was. Uh, uh, that I don't actually... advocate actual sex or hate crimes, by the way, people. No, yeah, I was. I um. I had an end a joke there, and I realized that uh, it didn't make any sense. I I had a thing of beating up your own dick. Like it, there was, I had some weird theory being I'll built. Come back to that. For that you. uh. That yeah. No, exactly. Like I'm so Christian that I beat up my own penis when I get a like like I had sure. a whole system being kind of concocted, and they just it just fell apart. And I realized that oh no, I just advocated sex and hate crimes on my right. show. Like oh. <laughs> I should probably go back. I'm going to double back now. Yeah. Make sure to explain. Uh, thank God I'm the one that edits the show, so I'm not going to write down much like at 235 where John admits to, no. <laughs> to racism. Yeah. No, but it, it is this thing, and, and I'm sure that I'm sure there, there's actual Timber fans that actually like soccer and aren't just douchebags that just well, straight up like wait, soccer. Wait, wait, let me – I'm going to jump on you yeah, for a yeah. sec. The only – sorry, that was the, the end of it is that – the reason that we're even aware of the other ones, the ones I'm talking about, is because most of them are sedate, fun, sports-loving right. Portlandites, but you would never notice them because they're just being normal, polite people that are watching. Like, you don't go, look at that fucking asshole. He probably likes football. Yeah. Well, like, and, and <laughs> some of this is going back to the, to the San Diego thing, and it and probably speaks more of me than— Go Chargers. Than, uh, I don't even know if they're still there. Yeah, than other people. Is that, like, for me, people in—like, because just of the people I've I've seen and known in Portland— there's to me there's so many people in portland that's like if i see you doing something like or if you're doing something you're doing that to be seen doing that not just it's almost like like you're taking all these facebook pictures to make your life more interesting than it is like mm. you want to be seen in a bar knitting not because you love knitting but you just want people to know that you're the kind of cool guy that knits if that makes any sense at all it does i think you just really want an excuse to run into a bar and scream at someone knitter um, that, yeah or that yeah uh, I think, no, I mean, it's a combination of, of, and I don't mean this because I, I, I do the same thing. So keep on, I'm, I'm, I'm shitting at myself here, but I think it's a combination of you thinking the world revolves around you a little bit. And I'm, it me does. too. Well, that's only because you're drastically overweight and just physics works what that way. What are you way. talking about? Yeah. Uh, that was weird. Your voice didn't sound like that the whole time. Oh, I've been, <laughs> I've been using my thin voice the yeah. whole time. Yeah. That's really good thin voice. I mean, you had to be convinced in the, the way that your body morphed into a body of a person that isn't grotesquely fat. I've been fucking it in. Yeah, yeah. That's really, I mean, that's, as I'm just looking at my fat, my uh, nine types of diabetes. Uh, I've, I've, I have four singularities in my stomach. That's the only way I can treat myself. Uh, cause that's how nerds go. But, um, uh, um, no, there's a certain amount of kind of thinking that like, yeah, they are, uh, they are doing it because, you know, it's selfish. I mean, I'm saying that about me too, but then the other side is they are peacocking. I mean, they no, are, that's exactly what I the, mean. but yeah, there's yeah, a combination yeah. thereof. There are, there's some people that are genuinely just doing something like there are, there's probably a lot of people that are just knitting, right. but then there are some, there's a lot of people that are peacocking. Like, I mean, a lot of the city peacocks, but there's a lot of girls that like, like girls that first got the chest tattoos are peacocking. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess females don't, but you get the point, like the, whatever the female term is for it, you know, uh, clitoral enlarging. Um, so, but then now it's become so in popularized that became like a beauty thing that the, I can't say generation, but the people that are getting it now just think, oh, those look good. Right. Then it's not, it's not the grandstanding. Like, like now there's like a, going to be, there's a swath of people that are getting it that just think they look cool because now, like it's any like new fashion thing or new anything where enough peacocking shitheads do it that'll either trickle down or everybody just looks stupid and they keep doing it right now it's gotten like with like the the 
you know tattoos or knitting or, or any of the any of the kind of like weird portland shit there's there's a bunch of it that's kind of trickled to the point that they are just kind of almost just regular i you know conformist i want to look weird but there's enough people that look weird so i can still be normal right yeah right which is well i mean sort of uh uh back to my what i was saying about the um the soccer thing where it's like, well, I want to like a sport, but I want to like a sport that's not traditional. Yeah. You know, and this is still a way to me for me to do that. And again, like I'm just pausing. That's that why John and I, we only watch high lie. I mean, that's, that's that is our thing. We live and breathe high lie. I call him high. He calls me a lie. It's beautiful. I don't, is that the one that starts with the J? I have no idea. I think it's the one with the curvy, um, hand oh, with, the with the laser guided loaves of French bread. Um, I don't know what that meant. That was a reference to liquid television. Oh, okay. Worked in, yeah. That worked in my head because everyone knows liquid television, right? Well, it, 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 the problem is I was expecting you to go with my references. It was played on the Simpsons one episode where I think where Monty Burns gets Bart's blood pumped through him. Yes. And he does the run up. That's yep. high lie. Yep. Or some variant thereof. Nope, that's high lie. Yeah. Uh, John and I are actually building a uh, court in northeast Portland uh, to play the uh, Mayan ball game. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to be, yeah, you can only hit it with your hip and it's giant 14 pound rubber balls. And then the uh, the winner will be beheaded to show the honor of their tribe. Because, you know, what? You want to play football? That's yeah. so fucking, yeah. That's Go yesterday. over to your stadium yeah. over there. Get a corporate sponsor. Yeah, this is real blood sport. Yeah. You know, this is this is fucking put glass in your hands and, and chant Kumite. This is history. This is history. That's and herstory. Uh, no, no, I, I don't believe in feminism. Oh, okay. Um, it's somebody from the ACLU. <laughs> they're in the uh, they're in the, by the Whole Foods where I work, and they keep coming up to me. And I said, "I don't believe in any of your letters." <laughs> and she looked at me funny. I'm like, "I don't believe in America. I don't believe in civil liberties and unions. Why don't you go get a fucking Russian flag, pinko, or something?" It was it was uh, uh that was far smoother, and I think I right. tripped more uh the first time, but it, it, it came was... out more. <laughs> and no, then all, ran away. All the words came out. Right. Oh, okay. most of the words came out. But uh, the only reason I actually said it was that she was attractive. And I and when I said that I don't believe in any of the letters, she looked confused and somewhat hurt. So I actually felt I thought that if I followed it up with something even more insulting, oh, yeah. was well not insulting, but like it like make it obvious that like that this like is a joke? like I yeah like yeah. that's because not like she's ever going to see me again or care. But this goes back to the egotism thing is like I just really don't want her to be like oh remember that fucking fat guy that's got a German yeah. face and the ponytail. The way he said that thing to me that I forgot 12 seconds later, but to me, I'm just like, no, I get, have to have to soft shoe. Come on. Everybody's going to like me. Yeah. You know? That was, uh, again, on that, that trip I was on. There was, but seriously, I hate women. <laughs> no, there was, there, was, there was one guy I was chatting with that, that um, uh, would, would call me out on crap, but I couldn't tell if she was being playfully uh, combative or oh, yeah. just like being like, you're an asshole. Yeah. And so I eventually just kind of, you know, first I was like, oh, no. And then I was like, yeah, screw it. I'm not going to see this person again. Fine. I'm an asshole. Yeah. Uh, that happened to me a bunch uh, with uh, my friend Lillian, who, who you know, her friends are. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very um, card carrying. Uh, very much like uh, they're Portland Timbers uh, uh, feminists. You know, they're uh, card carrying. They really, really like having adjectives uh, subscribed to them, like ascribed uh, to them. Uh, you know, like oh, well, I'm a feminist in the blah blah tradition, or I'm like they're very isty. And, oh, you okay, know, sure. And uh, so any anything I could possibly say that would be. Uh, remotely insensitive would be the the biggest you know travesty ever even though there's right. multiple people that were of different subsets of their card carrying whatevers but uh yes i i um i was in conversation with them because lillian's pretty laid back and like she's open to actual debate about things mm -hmm. so i at times i was like not sure where the 
you're just a ridiculous person ends right and where the you're saying something ridiculous to be ridiculous begins because mm -hmm. some of the statements are just like like literally saying yeah because it's history not her story right and like uh, but i'm not sure like are you like i mean i can't ask because if i ask that i you really insulting but it's like but that's not even like the same root word like it's not it's, it's nothing to do with like the gender yeah. <laughs> like, I just, as a no, linguist think, like I your point doesn't make sense that's a lot of kind of what i was talking about with with the people knitting and, and whatever and, and just sort of portland in general is is that is that is the portland it seems to be particularly with this sort of influx or whatever just like, like perennially in their in their 20s and and just portland is just so desperately trying to find an identity that's what what Portland is like. It's all this peacocking stuff, trying to be like I'm this guy, right? And for me, I'm probably tired of it because I've just begrudgingly accepted, like, no, this is this yeah. is happening. This is what's uh, this is what I am, and so I'm just tired of watching other people go through it. Yeah, uh, sure, but I don't. I just can't. I can't imagine you would be so. Uh, when you did make a video of you fucking yourself. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. It's, just, it's more. It's more like I, I guess I'm, what I'm. I'm not trying to blame Portland as much as I am just like. I need to not be around these people. No, I understand. I was just yeah. like I was. I was going to say you were you were more quiet about it if you were if you went through that that process of, and then I realized wait no I I have I have seen you CGI yeah humping yeah no butt. it's just yeah. everyone does it in their own way and it's just this it's 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 more that like oh crap I'm a grown up I should probably do something uh uh more grown up now instead of going to show this pizza yeah um. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I don't, I'm not the grown up part, but like, I agree with that. It's, uh, there's my problem with the grown up thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's polymath, but it, it, being a grown up as traditionally defined is really boring to me. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know that like this whole, uh, grown up ever is going to work for me or, or finding out what I am, mm -hmm. uh, He's, it seems counterintuitive to me, or or or, or uh, 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 not good because I can't think of the actual word that starts to counter. But um, is so it's like oh I found out who I am and now I'm in my thirties so that's who I am. Well, it's like well okay I guess I'll just be this way till I die. Like well, no I'm not saying I'm not that. saying no no but yeah I'm saying that this is the the course that people often follow. It's like well I'll stop following my childhood whimsies because now right. I know who I am and it's like but that's I mean so like you just like all right well I decided on this one and. I guess I'll just be this one till I'm dead. Like that's really, yeah. really boring. Well, it's, it's basically kind of like I don't me. know if you've ever encountered these these people that do like these fun runs around town where they dress up all crazy. And usually there's like a theme or something. Yeah. And they'll run into a bar and have a drink and then run and go somewhere else. Where I'm tired of those. I've seen a lot of those. I haven't been in any, but I've seen a lot of those. Yeah. But then what you don't think about is, or if you're me, what you don't think about is that like this might be someone's like I've never heard of this before. I just moved here. That might be fun. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just it's it's just me being an old uh, stick in the mud, basically. Mm, I mean, sort of, but there's also the aspect of like, it, it, yeah, there may be one or two that this is their first time in town. Right. Like my friends uh, uh, Dean and Rachel were in town, and they they did the naked bike ride, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is just hacky and stupid. Yeah, but they were literally just in town. So, but the other ten thousand people are people that live here and just think how outrageous. Let's ride our bikes naked, which I get it. I mean. I don't go for for many reasons. I mean, not not uh, no. I would say Paramount of which is I I I mean I look like a I look like a Wonder Bread bag stuffed with you know some mashed kind potatoes. of silicate and mashed potatoes and 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 acne. So yeah, I definitely don't want to be nude in public. But also, I don't like how great. Oh, what a fucking that just seems uncomfortable to me. Riding a bike naked. Like, no, that just yeah, doesn't well, seem. Yeah, uh, that's 
probably third on the list. But then yeah. too, like what? Oh my God, you're you're doing the thing that we did for the first most of our evolution, and right. then we did in the '60s, and then at a lot of football games, and then like it's not it's not this big. Oh, look at you! What you're doing is inviting a really bad case of road rash. It's all is all I see from the results. Right. Of this. Well, I, I guess yeah. I don't see I don't see the. Like my, uh, I know like like there are colleges that then so like that'll have things like in the middle of finals week there'll be some crazy traditionally there'll be some crazy nude run around yeah the big clock tower or something like that I kind of get like letting off steam and just whatever doing something crazy and I guess that's what this is but I don't know for me and and and, and again it's just it's 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 again this is sort of my feeling of Portland not being able to just do something like it's not sp- it's not uh, spontaneous anymore yeah it's the sort of planned thing and it and it it uh, represents something now that I don't yeah, I understand. Yeah, I guess. That one, I think, it just always would have annoyed me because it's one of those, like, uh, Steph and I were talking on the show and uh, saying if, uh, I don't forget the setup, but essentially it was like if we were going to, um, if we were going to, we had some terminal disease or whatever, or, or something, you know, some kind of uh, terminal situation right. that she's like, oh, I'll just go nuts and, you know, uh, run naked through a store or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I just, I wouldn't want to do that. She's like, no, but if it's, you know, it's going to end and you don't care. And I'm like, but if, even if I don't, like, I don't care enough right now, like, if I had the desire to do that, I would just do it. But like, this doesn't, right. It, it doesn't like, it, there's it, not, that's, that's not what's keeping me like, well, I might have to come back here later. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's just, it's one of those, like I, yeah, I have no, I just literally would take no joy from that. Like if I got a disposition from the Safeway corporation, me and me only mm-hmm. that you will be unarrested. Uh, you will have no pro- charges set against you. The Tates will be de- de- deleted. Like I am handed carte blanche, my ability to run through, the safe way completely nude and make a maniac of myself, knock shit down, right. whatever I want to do. I, 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 that would change my, my desire to do it. None from if I would get arrested, if I would be like, it's just, that would make me less like a dude. If Safeway just approaches like, Hey, you went around nude in our store. I mean, I suppose if they approached me, I actually would be more uh, tempted to do it, but not because of the, the ramifications would be taken away. Just because of how fucking weird it would be yeah. that a national corporation would approach me to run nude through their store. And the story only works if I fall through with it. And I would hate it and I would really yeah. dislike it. But I feel like the story would be worth it. I think that would actually be better rather than like uh, like you running around and screaming like, woo, whoopee. You being like really embarrassed about yeah. it. Yeah. Like you spending the whole time acting like you shouldn't be there naked. Yeah. Begrudgingly, I think begrudgingly going nuts naked. Like yeah. begrudgingly having uh, your heart swim like, yay, just my One hands hand always, always on my dick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like, yay, whoopee, don't look. Yay, yeah. uh, huzzah, look at. Uh, I'm totally naked under this blanket. Yeah, I'm really breaking all this stuff that could be going to good families that need food. Yay, this is. <laughs> Screw you, yeah, poor people. Yeah, fuck you. I'm naked. Yeah, except. I'm one of you. Uh, this really hurts my feelings. But um, I'll be dead soon. Yeah. Well, you know what are you gonna do? You're gonna a few good years on this planet, and if you're anything like me, you waste it uh, not knowing what you want to do with yourself and sure. uh, being horrible. And then you spend yep. the next few years trying to get your head around the fact that you're horrible. And then maybe by the time you find out uh, how to be comfortable in your own skin, you're well past the time that you could do the things that you wanted to do when you'd be comfortable in your own skin. And uh, yeah, uh, you, then you die. Well, fortunately, you have this episode of the podcast to listen back to and go, man, or at least I do, to go like, man, I'm terrible. Yeah, I don't really listen to this show. Um, it's uh, I kind of wish I did because like some of the conversations were interesting, and it's like, man, I wouldn't, but I can't, I can't listen to it. Like, no, I just, can't listen to myself. Yeah, I mean, I, I did for a while, but it just it it tapped out. I will, uh, I will start to, and then I'll like, I don't put enough time between the show happening oh and that's me a, listening yeah. to it is See, it like yeah, that is, one i learned is yeah, it, yeah. yeah is that i'll just like i'll wait a little bit and i'll listen to me like yeah i remember we talked about this yeah like, 
No, yeah. I can go back now a little bit, but even like the really early episodes, like I was going through trying to make a best of, uh, of all the, like the first like 30 episodes or so aren't on the site. So I was going to go through and well, I'm going through and doing like a best of, of like just little, you know, just taking little clips and then throwing sure. it in. But, uh, there's, um, the, the problem with that is I have to listen to it. And then when I'm listening, I'm like, oh, I remember this. I remember this. I'm like, my fucking good memory fucks me again. Because yeah. it's like, if I had completely forgotten about it. But again, that's it, what you remember. It's not like the useful stuff. It's just you remember yeah, that podcast. But I wish I could forget, like, because while I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this I was playing, you know, the freeze level Mega Man. Like, right. it's, it's, I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember where I was sitting when that. And I'm like, why can't that go away? Because then I could listen to it fresh, but not just like, oh, great. Now I, I just sit like, yeah. I like listening to the first few episodes of the Alex cast and pretending you were on the worst blind date ever. Uh, that was true. fun. Uh, yeah, uh, it was, uh, it was, were rather awkward. Um, I mean, not that they're not awkward now, but now I've spent a lot of money. I feel like I have to sound <laughs> feel better about somewhat. It. <laughs> I have to no, I have to be somewhat professional about things because I've spent money now. Right. And uh, if I just go, uh, I'm Alex, and I was trying to figure out how to talk, and I guess I'll I'll read you a poem now or something, right. and then yeah. Uh, now that, you said more authoritative. Exactly. I'm like, yes, my name is Alex. I'm going to read you some shitty poem. I have yes. a poem. Yes, look at my poem and wonder. I am Great Ozymandias. Actually, I read that on the show the other day. Um. Uh. Oh yeah. Uh. So uh, last episode of Breaking Bad, Jesse died, and um. Uh. Yeah. So that what? is our. No, I, just, I, I, oh. I've been doing that since season one <laughs> of uh, doing the Jesse died thing, oh. and um, I realized that people would be really mad at me if, if uh, like, I actually, you know, but uh, 